the time has finally come to put the 21st Century IDEA Act, passed and signed into law in 2018, to the top of the priority list. The Office of Management and Budget plans to release much-delayed guidance to implement the law. Federal News Network's executive editor, Jason Miller, joins me now with why the timing of this guidance may actually be more beneficial for agencies. And Jason, since it does date back five years, maybe a reminder of what the 21st Century IDEA Act is and what it's supposed to tell agencies to do. Well, Tom, way back in 2018, something called Congress <laughs> passed a bill called the 21st Century IDEA Act back in December, and President Donald Trump signed it into law. And the goal was pretty basic. Basically, it said improve services for citizens by implementing modern technologies. In fact, Federal Chief Information Officer Claire Martirana actually simplified what the language and the law really says and suggested agencies get ready for the implementation guidance. So if you haven't read the law, read it. It's only four pages. It's not like one of those gigantic things. But it's four pages of incredible guidance for the journey that most of us have been on in many organizations across government. Agencies will be required to modernize their websites and digital products, digitize forms and services, accelerate the use of e-signatures, standardize and transition to central shared services and standards. Again, federal CIO Claire Montrana speaking recently at the Federal Industry Day sponsored by the Labor Department. All right. And what took them so long? Why has the guidance been five years in coming? That's a great question that, that's hard to necessarily put your finger on. I think uh, a couple things happened. First of all, I talked to Suzette Kent, the former federal CIO, who was the federal CIO when the law got passed. And she said, listen, she goes, there was a, several things going on. You had a change of administration. You had a couple different challenges around cybersecurity time. If you remember, for instance, you remember solar winds issues. You remember Log4j issues. You had new people coming in who really focused on cybersecurity. So Zero Trust got the big push. And Claire told me the same thing. Was, there's a lot of things in front of them that really don't want to say more important, but really just took their attention away, really were high up on the priority list. And listen, OMB is not a big place. There's not a lot of people who sure. just sit around and do nothing. So to get people focused on 21st Century Idea Act, I think was difficult. And then, Tom, you remember that pandemic thing? When that happened, everything got focused in much different directions as well. So I think it was just a confluence of issues that really caused the delay. Right. So there was a supply chain issue for guidance, and now it's going to come out. It's not out yet, but what do we know about what the guidance is going to ask agencies to do here? We know a couple things. We know it's going to address the four areas you heard Federal CIO Claire Monterano mentioned. Websites, digital signatures, digitized forums, more shared services. What OMB will require of agencies like targets or deadlines, that's still to be determined. But Monterano says she sees this bill as a roadmap for digital transformation. We have a real opportunity in government to clean up our environment because we do have a lot of uh, content that has not been retired and is in those learning models. So it really is incumbent upon us to focus on making sure that we are providing agencies, um, the, providing the public the right answer and doing it in a seamless way way as we possibly can. So we feel like the guidance is setting us all on a path so that we can share standards, right? We need brand standards. We need content standards, right? We, we need really implementation standards, right? And I think that's an area where I see us learning from each other, taking all of this innovation that is going on in government and leapfrogging ourselves. Martirana says OMB is working on guidance rollout plan that's going to happen over the next few months. And then we'll actually know a bit more. We do want to make sure we're convening the right people. You know, we, we rolled out zero trust in our office last year. And I think that was the example I'm trying to hold ourselves up to, which is we got it out for public comment. We got great feedback from researchers and academics in the commercial sector. 
as well as our federal partners. And we made it a better policy document because of doing that work and making it a, a collegial, getting input that sometimes all best intentions, you can actually miss a category of something because it wasn't line itemed in the law. But we know as technologists that we actually have to think about things like open source. Like, how do we talk about that? It might not be a line item in the 21st century idea, but the community that we're operating in, that's part of our community, and we have to think about those things. Again, Claire Martorano, the federal CIO. Now, beyond the fact that the guidance actually is required by law, is it all necessary four years later since there has been so much work done on the new issues, as you say, zero trust or cybersecurity, digital services, and so on? Tom, I think that's a question a lot of folks may be asking themselves. And you know, four years later, why do we need a guidance, especially after the pandemic, which really spurred a lot of digital transformation changes? One good example is the Labor Department. They initiated a pilot with e-signatures back during the pandemic, and now they're expanding it to other programs because it works so well. People are more comfortable with this concept of digital signatures digitizing forms. But Martorana says the 21st Century Idea Act guidance actually will help spread these types of ideas, concepts, and requirements more broadly across the entire government. We have extraordinary technology deployed in government, but they are in silos, sometimes in programs that have had funding directly appropriated to it. So they have benefited, that program has benefited, but we have not yet been able to extend that benefit, that that technology innovation across an enterprise, for example, at an agency. So those are opportunities that we see for us thinking about this. What Marjorana really is saying here, and and again, as you heard her say, there's these examples of excellence, but really more agencies need to kind of get on board because this is all really part of amplifying this idea of customer experience that, that you know came from the executive order that President Biden signed in December 2021. And then all the work that was done during the pandemic, what this can do is really spur that innovation, really push those agencies really much more forward, much more faster. And, and I think it's also gives them that idea that how they have to think about where the 21st Century Idea can fit, how they architect it, how they make sure that there's understanding of what the law is asking for. And then, Thomas, as you heard her say, it's all about implementation and making sure it's it's pushing all boats forward together, right? Rising tide lift all boats. And just a final question, how does this all map to the high-impact service agencies, the HISPs, that are mentioned in the president's management agenda? What the HISPs are doing is is part and parcel to the 21st Century Idea Act. Those are the folks that really have the biggest impact or could have the biggest impact on citizens and the services that the government provides. So I think this necessarily won't impact them any more than it impacts a small agency that only serves a thousand people. The idea here is to to ensure that everyone is on equal footing as they move forward to make citizen services better, faster, cheaper, and in the end, Tom, more effective for the people who each agency is trying to serve. And if you're the IRS, you're serving obviously everybody. But if you're the food and safety, you're maybe only looking at certain parts of the food chain that you're trying to serve. So it all really depends. Or the fisheries are serving fishermen and other sure. other seafood providers. So I think all of that is, is really to get the government to walk in lockstep more closely. IRS serves everybody and Social Security. Don't forget the death at the end of the taxes. Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure, Tom. And be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.